This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Memorial Day weekend edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for joining us today as we wrap up our discussion on inflation and how it can and we believe will soon impact all of our retirement plans. But before we do that, uh, we want to honor uh, and remember those who paid the ultimate sacrifice on that altar of freedom on this Memorial Day weekend. I want to share a quote with you by John Thune. And John said, I believe our flag is more than just cloth and ink. It is a universally recognized symbol that stands for liberty and freedom. Our flag is the history of our nation, and it is marked by the blood of those who died defending it. Uh, to any families uh, listening today who have lost a family member in the service of our country, may we all cherish the freedom that that sacrifice uh, was made for. My co-host, as always, is uh, Tony Shore. Tony, uh, welcome to the program, and uh, what thoughts might you want to share today on this Memorial Day weekend show? Well, I, I just think it's so important uh, to remember those who have served, obviously. And, you know, this is something we should do year-round, not just one day a year. And I just think that uh, I, I really respect uh, them, uh, people who join the service and serve our country in that way. Uh, they're better people than I because I have not served in the military, but my father and his father before him and all his uh, brothers and his dad before him, uh, pretty much everyone uh, in my extended family has served in the military uh, at one point or another. And I have so many good friends and dear relatives who have served. Uh, some have passed and many of them uh, served in conflict. And to our own show editor, uh, Mitch, who is uh, served and was over in Iraq for a while, uh, I remember our current servicemen and anyone who served in a war today, but especially, obviously, those we've lost, and we want to remember them. So I, I think it's a, it, it's a great weekend in that we remember uh, important people in our nation's history uh, with those who have served and uh, gone on. So I just uh, really think that's great, and I'm glad you brought it up, Mike. Well, Memorial Day has always been... Uh I would say it's it's my you know favorite holiday for for lots of reasons. Sure, uh, Dad's birthdays at this time of the year. My dad's passed, and uh, the memories there. But um, for for those who have have stepped up and and honored their families with you know service to the country, um, that just amazes me uh, continually. Um, you know, we've we've talked a lot over these last shows. You know about uh, the state of our our country's economy and um, the freedoms that we have to make uh, decisions um, to uh, protect our finances and you know freedom 
uh, is in almost every decision we Americans are, are able to make, and that includes um, uh, our finances. And today, Tony, we're going to put the wrap on our discussion on inflation, but uh, it's time again for our weekly update on uh, the U.S. debt clock. And just a reminder you know, for our listeners, um, as I go over the numbers this week, I want to remind everyone that the reason we do this weekly um, is just to keep a, a focus on the, the government and uh, the financial situation. And eventually, they're going to decide to deal with this debt mess that they've created, and it will impact all of our retirements. And those who are willing to begin preparing today can implement strategies uh, to protect the retirement savings from the much higher federal income tax rates that we believe are just around the corner. So as of our recording today, the U.S. debt is $28.3 trillion. That debt to taxpayer is $225,310. Total unfunded liabilities those are promises without money in the bank, are $148 trillion. Liabilities per citizen, based on the unfunded, $444,000. A couple of other stats I'm going to throw in uh, this week that we usually don't include. Uh, the M2 money supply is the total dollars circulating in our uh, economy. And back in 2000, there were $4.7 trillion circulating. And as of May the 24th, the day that we recorded our show for this week, that number is $20.5 trillion. So in the last 21 years, the federal government has printed almost $16 trillion at a time when our population really has not uh, increased that significantly, according to the Census Bureau. Yikes. The projected money supply in 2025, and this uh, almost knocked me out of my seat, Tony, $50 trillion. So in just nine years, they're projecting to add, they're projecting to print another $30 trillion. And if if there's anybody that uh, isn't taking this issue seriously yet, uh, when we look at the government's own projections and we see those numbers, um, I don't know what else uh, really uh, we can say to try and get people's attention. Things are going to change, and we've got to be prepared for it. And that's why we uh, point out these updates um, each week. Uh, how about our topic? We're actually doing part two of last. We started talking about inflation last week, right? I yep. mean, an anxiety about inflation and coming up with a strategy to fit it. I think it's a good reason to be listening to the show and to meet with somebody like yourself, financial services professional, right? Well, it is, Tony. You know, inflation um, is a huge uh, peril for all of our retirements. And uh, you, we do feel that you need to work with uh, an advisor that can plug uh, some of those types of numbers, you know, into uh, the plans. Uh, inflation can cause anxiety. Um, it can be a major pain, uh, but there are uh, solutions. And, and Tony, you mentioned, you know, working with a financial services professional, and, and we feel that that uh, is good for 
uh, a number of reasons. Um, they can help our listeners, you know, hedge a bit against inflation um, and uh, avoid getting too much into investments uh, on our show. We, we try and avoid that because we simply don't have the time to adequately uh, address all of the pros and cons and nuances of various uh, types of investing. Um, so most of our listeners, investing is part of their strategy. And, and for that reason, it's essential to work with the financial services professional uh, who can keep their calm and guide uh, our listeners through that process for the many years to come. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. I, I think I would agree with you there. And I think it's human nature to make emotional financial decisions, especially if inflation starts to skyrocket. But someone like yourself is going to help you make reasoned decisions and choices instead of getting overly emotional about them, right? Well, that's the perspective we want uh, to, to have and to keep. Um, you know, one of the uh, other things in addition to you know being in the right types of investments is uh, a lot of people are, are considering you know purchasing uh, real estate or, or, or properties or homes uh, as an inflation um, uh, protector. Um, you know the article referred to um, last week um, goes on to say that you know home prices historically have kept up with inflation depending on what part of the country uh, you live in. You know, buying a home may be cheaper than renting. Um, mortgage rates are still very, very attractive if you can lock those in, um, or if you're using it, you know, as uh, as a rental property. But we want to just, you know, keep the right perspective for today and the timing. Um, real estate prices have gone through the roof, and building material prices have gone through the roof. A little um, drop in, in in lumber prices uh, since we spoke last, but. You have to see things, you know, in, in the big picture. So whereas real estate has been a good um, offset for uh, inflation, we can't overpay on the front end for properties uh, because of uh, housing shortages or um, material shortages. But we want our listeners, you know, to keep in mind, you know, obviously don't buy uh, a property as an inflation uh, hedge. Uh, if the payments and the maintenance, uh, you know, would put a, uh, the cash flow in a, in a poor position, um, you know, if we might suddenly need to move from work or a variety of other reasons, and, and we can't stay in that home for around five years, we probably want to shy off from uh, selecting that as um, an inflation hedge. Is there an area that's impacted by inflation that people might not even realize? Well. That's interesting, Tony. Um, let's let's look at education costs. You know, as as inflation goes up, you know, college tuition, room and board, and books, and and so on, they're going to be going up uh, as well. So uh, some people may want to uh, consider not attending that big name brand school if if the costs are going to be going up. Uh, instead, they might consider. You know, the local college or, or doing the community college uh, for a while, uh, maybe living at home uh, and, and commuting back and forth for a couple of years and then transferring uh, to uh, the four-year school. I know a number of kids, obviously, in this last pandemic year um, did a lot of uh, uh, tele-college work, uh, did it from remote sites, very little to no classroom activity. And uh, I think that might be something to consider going forward if 
these uh, monthly inflation reports uh, continue, uh, like the one that we had for April that showed the 4.2 year-over-year uh, increase in the CPI. We'll just have to track and, and see you know, where the educational costs go, but that's one area uh, oftentimes that, that uh, is not considered. You know, we focus on uh, the staples, the things that we buy, and those prices, and, and oftentimes we overlook the impact inflation has on educational expenditures. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. In fact, you know, um, my son uh, just graduated from college and my daughter's graduating from high school, going to college. So uh, believe me, I know <laughs> that yeah. uh, college, sure you're keeping an eye on those. college tuition uh, has been skyrocketing. Well, uh, let's keep the show rolling. I mean, inf- inflation, as we know, is getting a lot of attention in the news lately. It's been on the rise and even though, you know, you mentioned last week, the Fed at this point doesn't expect that rise to last a significant amount of time, but they've been wrong before. So uh, we want to keep an eye on this. And you've been talking about how it can affect our financial strategy. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, I thought in, in, a, in a final segment here, we'd focus specifically on, on how we might try and combat inflation. Uh, speaking primarily to those who are already uh, retired. Um, The Balance had uh, an article entitled Three Ways to Plan for Inflation During Retirement. And I think there's some things there that are are pretty useful for those who are retired. Um, Interestingly, the article explains that it's often considered a rule of thumb that retirees will need a permanently increasing income source uh, to maintain their purchasing power during retirement. But it also notes that studies of retirees' spending habits do paint uh, a different uh, picture. Uh, To begin your retirement, you can largely break it down into three phases. And we entitle those early years the go-go years. Uh, The next is the slow-go. And then uh, when we're older and and health doesn't permit as much, uh, those are referred to as the no-go years. So during the go-go years, which is the early retirement, uh, might be out traveling the world, uh, playing a lot of extra golf, you know, fishing trips, doing all the things that we've always wanted to enjoy. And that means that we're gonna be out there spending uh, quite a bit of money uh, to fund those. Uh, Depending on an individual's health, uh, we define those go-go years uh, generally as uh, 55, uh, to 75. So um, you, the kids out of the house are entering those final years of retirement or retire, you know, maybe around 65. So those first 10 years of actually being retired are the um, go-go years. The next phase is we start to slow down a little bit. And so we name those the slow-go years. Um, that's generally ages, you know, 70 to, to 85 um, again, depending on health. And in this stage, uh, we're home more. You know, we're shopping less. We don't quite need that next new thing. Uh, we've experienced a lot of uh, what was on our, our bucket list as far as travel and activities. Um, and the article notes that spending uh, in inflation-adjusted terms typically decreases for retirees uh, in this phase. And then finally, the no-go years, uh, what we were spending uh, on health care, uh, re- well, what we are going to spend or projected to spend on healthcare uh, replaces uh, all those activities and things that we spent money on 
for entertainment and, and enjoyment. So again, uh, in inflation-adjusted terms, uh, the article says that spending ticks back up during this uh, last phase of, of our retirement. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's especially in retirement, inflation uh, can really uh, be detrimental to your retirement income plan. So uh, you have to really look at that. And I love how you break those down. The go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years, I've never heard the the phases broken down like that, but it makes a lot of sense. Now, I'm curious about something. How does a retiree's income level factor into all of this? Well, great question as usual, Tony. Um, income level is certainly going to factor into how much inflation you know affects an individual. Uh, retirees, obviously, with high incomes, and we say high income, 75000 a year or greater, uh, can typically you know withstand a, a few bouts uh, of in, of inflation, but retirees with lower incomes, you know inflation that that hits things like food and energy and uh, medical care uh, can very quickly take a bite you know out of uh, that budget. And when it comes to retirement, uh, you can generally uh, plan for expenses to rise around three percent annually. Uh, which is uh, in line with uh, long-term historical uh, inflation rates. And we're working on the written plan that we give all of our clients. You know, we'll project um, 3% increase in uh, cost of living. Uh, We'll uh, show a 3% increase in uh, their earnings. And how does all that uh, play out over the next 30 years uh, when we're looking at their income-producing portfolio, um, increases to uh, Social Security adjustments. But we, we really want to factor in, you know, things are not going to remain the same as far as prices, and we've got to project that, and we've got a plan to have a, a mechanism to increase our income over the years to keep up with the cost or the increased cost of goods and services that we want and that we need. Right. Yeah, there, there you go. And that's that, again, is so important. Now, um, what are some things that we can do then to protect our future purchasing power from inflation? Well, we think, Tony, at Compass Retirement Advisors, we would encourage our, our, our clients and, and those listening uh, to begin by establishing a comprehensive retirement income plan. And, and one of the biggest parts of that for most individuals is Social Security. You need to make sure that you're getting the most from your Social Security. And as many of our listeners probably know, uh, Social Security does contain uh, an automatic cost of living adjustment. Uh, It's a unique, lifelong, inflation-adjusted source of income. Uh, And a a shrewd strategy may help you get even more out of it. Uh, about a third of retirees, you know, lean on Social Security to provide as much as 90% of their retirement income, and nearly half of Americans uh, can't need and count on Social Security to provide uh, about half of the retirement income. So, if, if you've not yet filed for Social Security, you know, take your time and do some research. Uh, work a little longer; uh, a year or two may mean a lot more income uh, in your pocket. Um, and, and don't sweat it if you find Social Security process uh, getting that information overwhelming. 
uh, you're in good company when uh, it comes to that one. But that's where your financial services professional uh, can provide some information uh, and help you to confidentially you know, get through um, that process. Uh, Social Security is one of retirement's most important pieces, so you want to make sure that you get every step just right. And uh, Tony, uh, we have our Social Security Maximization Report available uh, for anyone. Uh, We plug their projected benefit numbers uh, into that. What's their expected uh, Social Security at full retirement age or at age 62 or if they wait until 70? But we, uh, in this report, can uh, show our uh, listeners what's the best way to structure the receipt of Social Security so that you get the largest dollar amount from Social Security over your lifetime and over the lifetime uh, of your, your spouse. So having the right Social Security claiming strategy in place can go a long way in potentially offsetting the impact of inflation. Yeah, and I think that's huge because that Social Security Maximization Report is great because it shows you where that sweet spot is for you. And everybody's different. You know, everybody's situation and everybody's timing for Social Security is going to be different because their time horizon might be different. Their need for Social Security might come at a different time. But you want to maximize it. And I know that report even uh, gives you all the possible spousal strategies to make sure both you and your spouse, uh, if you're married or a couple, really can maximize that and make sure that you don't leave the other one in a bad situation. So that's huge, uh, obviously. And I think that's great. Now, this has been a great show about inflation so far, and you've given us some great tips, uh, but we're coming up on the end of the show. We've only got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, what do you want to talk about before we end the show today? Well, there's a lot more information that, that we could share on inflation and, and um, choices uh, that our listeners can make sure. uh, to offset that. Uh, so I would just encourage our listeners, if, if they aren't quite sure that their current plan uh, has the uh, things in place to help them uh, offset inflation over their retirement, uh, give us a call at Compass Retirement Advisors. My phone number is 812 812- Seven eight seven zero eight zero nine. Email is mgraber at compassra.com. And then, Tony, we have just a, a lot of information on our, our website. There are a number of educational videos there. One deals with uh, Social Security, um, uh, among uh, others. And the website is Compass Retirement Advisors llc.com and and while you're there if you've missed any of our uh, previous uh, shows uh, click on the radio tab and uh, you can pick up um, some of our our recent broadcasts and uh, you can also uh, maybe go to to spotify or some other sources and uh, get uh, some of the the, uh, podcasts uh, from dates back into january uh, whenever we first started retirement talk with Mike Graber. Yeah. So uh, we'll leave it uh, at that and uh, we'll see, uh, we'll talk with all of our listeners again next week and we'll have uh, some information that we've put together, kind of an update on uh, what might be coming out of Congress in the way of uh, some of the uh, tax proposals. We're going to hit that again. We, we talked about Biden's uh, proposals a few weeks ago, uh, but we're going to do uh, an update 
on uh, some of the things that we're keeping our eye on coming out of the legislative process. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC. Com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.